clearly Iraqi's two big like stress streams outside of toilet stuff is like <laughs> swapping places with a baby and swapping places with a pet. That you have. That's like <laughs> his true. go-to all the time. <laughs> What's true. going on with the random civilians in the world? Well, let me tell you, you won't believe this. It's a human being licking a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's 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 either that or chimera stuff. Like, yeah, that's, that's basically. Yeah, put the baby's head on mom's body. Dio like, would love to would switch babies and adults in, into each other's bodies. I'm surprised that he never really focused on that. He had a lot. <laughs> he never really him. focused on that. It was that was, <laughs> that was his minor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he majored in bird cat people. Yeah, yeah. And then minored in, yeah, maybe it was too unexciting for him. Human-human swaps. It's just not where the creative vision was for him. (laughs) I really think he should just put an adult's head on a baby's body at some point. (laughs) That would be like... I think you'd have to go the other way because the baby's body wouldn't be strong enough to hold that That's why it's funny. That's why it's funnier, yeah. Do you not see how... I mean, this is... We have have a severed head that can throw roses using its teeth. Yeah. You know, like, that's not physically possible either. I don't know what you're talking about. What if just... (laughs) Oh, that's not true. Sorry, he's using Hammond. So it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, like... Okay, I, not to bring up Alessi again, but <laughs> I mean, is, is it, I like how we've stopped talking about Harry Potter and instead we just talk about one of the most problematic episodes of the anime. Well, you know who's not a turf? Alessi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about... Uh, the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, we're going to talk about why dogs don't speak in human voices. Oh, right. There you go. The answer might be more complicated than you think. We're yeah, back. welcome back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. We took a break. Everyone took a break. Yeah, turns we've all out. been taking a break. Thank you to our fans who offered slash threatened to start fundraising to hire an editor to edit our recorded podcast <laughs> that we had in the can just so that there, there would be new podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really, I mean, not that I like walk the earth assuming that everyone is going to forget I exist if I don't produce content, but <laughs> I do. So it's been really nice actually to see how supportive the fans have been, uh, even though we were, we fell off the face of the earth for a second there. Shout out to the person who has never watched JoJo's but listens to our podcast anyway. That is the, I think, the correct <laughs> decision. <laughs> you poor soul. I, you know, it makes me wish that, like, I could somehow like get in a time loop where I could do that. I could right? never have I seen JoJo's, but just listen to our podcast. Yeah, just forget about the actual original source material. <laughs> Everything really we've said is canon. Know, like, what the fuck, people? What the fuck I mean, I think? think it's objectively a better show this way because you never have to deal with Nazis. Like, we fix so many things. True, we do. Yeah. You never have to wander around and be like, what the fuck was that? Right. You know, Dio's the good guy. You know, yeah. like. Right. Um, yeah. No, we have like answers to things that Iraqi you know, does not provide. All the dogs that die get their proper minute of being honored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, a bunch of stuff happened. For posterity, like so, we're recording this now in June of 2020. Late June, yeah. late June of 2020. If you were alive at this time, future, we don't have to explain that. You'll yeah, know exactly <laughs> what we mean. But yeah, in, in personal news, Darius and I, right before quarantine started, had just become therapeutic foster parents. 
So that's been fun. And that's been a lot. And that's then, been a lot. So that was already like a big change anyway, without removing Darius's access to every single place he works outside of the home. Right. And uh, then Courtney lost his job and then got his job back. But now it's the night shift. So it's like everything's all weird that way. Yeah. So yeah, so. being an EMT right now, super fun. Less dramatically, my computer broke right at the beginning of quarantine, which was great timing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fixed yet? It's not because it's been almost two months since I took it in and they were like, oh, this will be done in 10 days. It was not because my screen broke because my cats bit into it and, <laughs> and broke it. Um, and so they need to get me a whole new screen, but part production is shut down right now. So they yeah. couldn't. So they had to like get it out of some other. So who who even knows? My computer's been in limbo for like forever. So I'm on this old computer. Um, and I hope that you all can hear me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there's been some delays. Also, it's just a weird time. It's like, yeah, kind of do, like we used to meet in person like every week or so to record these. And yeah. now, even though we live in the same city, we might as well like live on opposite sides of the planet. Yeah. This is the right. first time I'm seeing you in two months. Yeah. So yeah, but we are back. I think, I mean, it, a lot of it hinges on Darius having the time and capacity to edit a podcast in addition to being a full-time mostly single dad because I'm not here during the daytime when our child is awake. So it's been a lot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, this is episode 35. So after this episode, we have four more until the season is over and we still haven't figured out exactly what we're doing yeah. at that point. Well, I definitely feel confident that part six is coming right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. It's so sad. What What is new media? What are, what are like, that? I'm just like, I don't want them to be making anything right now. I don't want a bunch of people yeah. have to sit in the same room as each other. Like, what if they just made Stone Ocean, like, Pixar style? Like, yes. <laughs> That'd but see, horrible. the thing is, if they all had that like same, if they face. if they had been doing that from the beginning, they'd already have the Jotaro Kujo model ready to go. So that's the thing. That's why you get so many sequels with three D art <laughs> styles. You have the art they, once the assets are the thing that costs a lot. Animating them is not the thing that costs a lot. But it would take so much time to get to to give the skinified skinnyfied Jotaro turned into Jolene her tattoo. I assume that if humanity survives long enough to get to Steel Ball Run anime, that is what they'll do. It'll just be like oh, CG yeah. horses. Oh, yeah, and it'll be bad, and it's fine. It'll look like the bears in Golden Kamui. You know, it'll just... <laughs> no, it won't. It won't look that bad. By that time, technology will have evolved enough. I mean, because this is going to happen yeah, in like 15 years. Horses so will be then... extinct by then. <laughs> no one will remember what they looked like, so, like, you know. Checks out. It seems fun. Yeah. God. <laughs> God, I hope that's not true. I got to watch what I say on this show. <laughs> anyway, let's see. What's going on in the JoJo's universe? So everyone's in a different body, and then Bukalati runs up and is like, no, it's cool. I've been reading the manga. I know you're all in different bodies. Let's go. He's like, I have this chart. It tells me yeah. who's in whose Also body. the animation team. He's yeah, like exactly. He's like, I know. Yeah. I can tell. It's still wild to me how funny Narancha inside Jorno's body is to me. Like, yeah. I just want yeah. his his dumb, stressed out thinking expression 
tattooed on me so that I can see it all the time. <laughs> well, I I mean, after like coming back to this after a while, like I forgot that we were in the middle of a body swap still. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not going to be able to keep track of everything. And but then immediately I was just like, oh, right. That's Narancha because he's talking like Narancha. But yeah, apparently a human soul in a dog's body can use said dog's body to make human speech. Well, what it might mean is that the reason why people are able to speak has nothing to do with their physical body. Huh. I don't I think oh. the physical body has something to do with it. Okay. <laughs> so we recently watched the new Scooby Doo movie. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and we This is what happens when you have a teenager in your yeah. house. You have to watch all the stuff teenagers think is interesting. Yeah. And we watched you have to. But <laughs> and so we watched the new Scooby Doo movie. And I was reminded by the movie, the reason Scooby-Doo can talk is he is the descendant of a race of alien gods. What? Yes. That that's canon. <laughs> that's actual That's actual canon. Like even in the even in the Hanna-Barbera like 2D TV show from the 70s, that's canon. That's why Scooby-Doo is is like that. Wait. And why other dogs aren't like that in the Scooby-Doo universe. The implications of that are huge. <laughs> because yes. yeah. Isn't the whole deal with Scooby-Doo, like, isn't the whole narrative structure that they're constantly proving that, like, ghosts aren't real? No, that's not true. In the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which came out in 1985. (laughs) What? The entire arc of the season is that real demons have been unleashed on the earth and that the and this and the gang has to go and like like exercise them i have so, a question have you been like yeah. doing a lot of scooby-doo research and that's how you know this or do you just have this knowledge already no i have although i the 13 ghosts thing was just a total fluke uh two days ago i made a dumb pun based on a character in that show and then i decided to fall down a wiki hole okay so this is like when i found out that darius really likes the grateful dead it's i just don't like- <laughs> I know three songs. Did everyone hear that? Darius <laughs> loves the Grateful Dead. Favorite band. Thankful Dead. Thankful Dead. <laughs> thankful Death. Not that there's oh, any, thankful death, yes. Not that there's anything wrong with liking the dead if you're over 60, but like he's like, they're a good jam band. And I'm just like, who are a you? A good jam band. But anyway, maybe all dogs in a Rockies universe are the descendant of alien gods i would buy it that's the only thing that can explain iggy yeah well so the thing is is that it's like either i think we were talking earlier and you list you were like i think it's that dogs don't know how to use their vocal cords well that's one option but then i came up with they could physically they could physically form the words but they lack the willpower to do so So it's like the turtles right so it's not the turtles are assholes it's they just don't know well it's like that they could talk you know how like the thing I don't even I don't know if this is true or not, but this the the like humans only use whatever percentage of their brains. Oh yeah, I mean I think we use the rest of it, just not for logic and cognition. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure let's some say, of my brain is going to like controlling my blood pressure at all times. Let's all say that, that we actually that just that 95 percent <laughs> of our brain is just inert at all times. Sure, let's just go with that. So that's like well because it's an analogy for what I'm saying about dogs' bodies is that okay. like they're not using it but like if a soul goes into their body that knows how to use it then it'll do it like so if, what you're saying is if we somebody... may not like it but a human soul in a dog's body is what peak performance looks like <laughs> yeah like i think that if, <laughs> peak dog performance definitely yeah yeah i think that like if some sort of alien being with like higher knowledge like scooby-doo for example like ended up in my body right. then <laughs> 
he would know what to do he, with your human brain. Yeah, he would. Yeah. There would be some random crap happening, and and people would be like, "Oh my god, can humans just do that?" And it's like, no, I couldn't, but Scooby Doo in my body can. I mean, it's basically like Diavolo in Dapio's body, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Enabling him to do things totally. he can't do. Get all without Diavolo. Yeah, Dopio yeah, would can, just be some loser. Courtney, is it is it medically true that you can just become swole from having dissociative identity disorder? Yeah, I just choose not to. <laughs> right. um, no, yeah, oh yeah, this is the episode where where Polnareff in a turtle, like God, just <laughs> armchair Ar- diagnosis, not a good that, idea. Armchair diagnosis by get, a turtle. Isn't that the only way that you can officially get diagnosed? Is if a turtle is if a turtle reads about you in the paper yeah. and decides that yeah it's really funny because this is where it's like very clear that Iraqi read half of the wiki entry about DID and then wandered away. Um, or I guess it would have been an actual encyclopedia. Yeah, but yeah, because it's like yes, childhood trauma can cause compartmentalization and dissociation, and yes, over time those like those divisions become more like difficult to lower that's not a complete person right like even if it's like it knows some stuff that you don't know that other part isn't like the complete person is is the whole system right and like the part about like people looking totally different i mean yes sometimes you'll wear something different or have different physical mannerisms. Or like style your hair differently. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like uh, Dapio, uh, you know, uh, Popeye eating spinach type yeah, of deal. Yeah, it is not the virgin Chad dichotomy <laughs> inside a person. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's like... I have two personalities only and one of them is virgin and one of them is Chad. One is Chad, There's right. a virgin and a Chad inside of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Inside... There are two chads. It's, you know, as usual with all of this. And like, I just, I know I sound tired because it's just exhausting. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so dumb. It's, it's wrong. I assume people, I, if you're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to learn about the actual real world, well, this is that like, was your first mistake, This is right? like in so fan like, fiction where like they start talking about like the importance of getting STD testing regularly, like in the middle of like some absolutely filthy sex scene and you're just like you know if people (laughs) this is how people are learning about this like that's really a larger a larger issue and like can you stop (laughs) yeah i don't want to know about safe sex i don't want to learn about it from joe taro yeah i also (laughs) don't want yeah it's like your alpha beta omega (laughs) like au is not where i need to learn about like safe anal play you know like or whatever (laughs) yeah i get it um so yeah so similarly like (laughs) In case, like, it really you hadn't caught on, like, a lot of the information that's presented as fact in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is not. (laughs) And, like, and I think Rocky's using it to sort of, you know, for, like, a effect to sort of ground things in a a sense of, like, world building and reality that's similar to ours. But, so, yeah, maybe this is how DID works in JoJo's and you turn into a different fucking person. <laughs> I would turn into like 15 different people. It would be weird. But yeah, I don't I don't think like you should be like, "Well, I saw it in an anime, so like now I know about it." Like no, at least read the rest of the wiki entry. Yeah, I think do that better, Iraqi, do better than Araki. <laughs> I think that Araki does have a habit of reading the first half of stuff. That seems to be kind of like the way that he gets his prompts because we've always said that he like carries around encyclopedias or whatever, but I think he really he's like, "All right, Reading the first half, and I don't want to see the rest of it. Like, don't spoil yeah, I mean, me. Sometimes it seems like he also just writes the first half of things too. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which again, like that works when it's about like 
a given location or like the way an Acorn animal barnacles. works. Yeah. It's like when it's like, you know, fascism or, <laughs> or, me- or mental illness or like yeah, mental yeah. illness. It's like, it's maybe a larger idea that would warrant more, uh, Care. more nuance. Yeah. Than, than what is provided. That's okay though. That's why we're here to fix it. Yeah. We've explained it now. Yeah. When Narancha dies, and, which is sad, right? We jumped over <laughs> that. Sorry, I was just like, I was going to my next note after armchair diagnosing turtle, which was about Narancha. And I was like, oh, right. Narancha dies earlier. It is like, that is like one of the more fucked up deaths where you got to like a pull through your head. Multiple pulls through your, multiple impalement. Yeah. Yeah. I, first of all, Narancha, I forgot Narancha was going to die, but thankfully they had Narancha waving a big death flag at me pretty early on to prepare myself. I'm going to make some sentimental long-term plans. I love that he had to specify that the pizza in Naples is oak-fired. <laughs> That's the kind of facts that I want from Iraqi. That's yeah. how you know it was written by Iraqi. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, also, but I was seriously, I was like, oh, this must be, like, he's going to eat it in the next five minutes. And they added a bunch of, like, fugo longing. Yes. Yeah, like, weirdly, it was like, in case... People are confused about who to ship Narancha with. Yeah. Just going to talk about how he's going to spend so much time with his good buddy Fugo, who insults him and how he doesn't mind it anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> those are basically wedding vows. Yeah. And like, then after Narancha dies, when we see Aerosmith, or sorry, Lil Bomber, um, <laughs> flying above Fugo and turning into a bird or whatever, like that was also added by the anime team. First of all, it's proof that Lil Bomber's not a stand. It's just a toy plane. Because Narancha died. His stand should also be dead. But also, it's more like gay pining, just being added. Right. Oh yeah, thank you. Just for people who haven't read the manga, in the in the manga, Fugo does not have any appearance after the scene where he leaves. In the right. manga, there's like nothing. Araki was like, "Fuck drawing this suit ever." Yeah. Again. <laughs> like, so yeah, like he just completely like they leave him on that dock, and then I don't know, thirty forty years go by, and Fugo dies. No one cares. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they took the time to draw a beautiful Giorno corpse when they're on. Yeah, they were just like, here's some fucked up fan art to yeah. go on our like private or, or however you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, thank you for the food. Yeah. No, it's and I also think, Eliz, I agree with you that I think part of why this happens is because we're heading into like the last four episodes and you can't have the like climax of your story arc have the good guy in someone else's body like it just doesn't all your your panels and screenshots and everything are going to be weird and confusing to have some right why is narancha fighting this this bad guy like it's not cool you've got to have giorno like you don't have to but like traditionally (laughs) yeah i think he he's definitely like well i'm tired of drawing like giorno looking not cool with narancha's dumb face on him and so, whereas I was like, please let him live the rest of his life this way. <laughs> you just like himbo Giorno. I do. I do a lot. And uh, <laughs> what? I can see Darius is shaking his head at me. The podcast listeners cannot hear that, but I'm telling them. <laughs> well, no, because it's true. Because it's like he's, because he's, what is it? It's like the trifecta. It's like hot and dumb and kind. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm standing by it. Himbo Giorno. Yeah. 2020. I mean, fair enough. Obviously, the hotness is a key component because I can't stand Narancha. 
And he is definitely dumb and kind and deserves better, but we can't give him that on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Only himbos have rights on this podcast. It's good. It's a very good, like, I'm glad that it's like a sort of a uh, extended death, not just like, like, I feel like Abakio maybe got a little underserved. Um... There was so I could watch grief. people be sad about Abakio for yeah. like two full episodes, though. Yeah. So I mean, Abakio got his scene in heaven, though, or his afterlife, true. right? Like so Abakio got his Narancha's in hell. Yes, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, Narancha did not make the cut. Probably Narancha was walking down that alley in Morio and turned around yeah, and just got dragged hell to hell. So other notable things in this episode: Mista shoots a cop in the face. Good job, Mista. Yeah, that's yeah. Pr- I laughed out loud. That was pretty good. I was just like energy. very, very good 2020 energy. If you're a pro cop, I don't really know how right. you're managing to listen to us. Technically, yeah. it's a criminal in a cop's body. Is it? Yeah, it is. That's what it's supposed to be. Oh, really? I know. That's the, that's what a cop being bad is supposed to signal. I was just going to say, a criminal in a cop's body sounds it's like It's just a cop, yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah but. I think that like at this point, based on the number of times I have personally said that Abakia was the only good cop. Yeah, <laughs> and it's because he's a stripper who dresses no, up. He's like not a, cop. a real not cop. A he's a stripper cop. <laughs> he's a stripper cop. Yeah. I feel like the cop lovers probably have have left tapped right now. out. Good, great, yeah. but yeah, I was just like, cool. I like, I do appreciate that. Like, my threshold for the characters I stand doing murder has really expanded from season three when I would get angry about Jodo Kujo abandoning truck drivers to die in the desert, and now I'm just like, yeah. Right, shoot him, kill him. It's great. It's not great, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't. No it doesn't deal. impact my feelings on you in if, any way. If Mista does it, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the entire plot now is how do we pick up this stick on the ground? Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's it's all very psychological, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like you just wanted to draw stuff without a lot of background and without a lot of detail. You just, you just want think- a turtle to pick up a stick in its mouth like a dog, which is hilarious, and it's impossible not to burst out laughing when you see it happen. Yeah, and like try to run away with it, but it's a fucking turtle. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, so that's where we're at right now is how do we pick up a stick on the ground? Cliffhanger. The dramatic tension. <laughs> do they pick it up or not? No, uh, that's fine that. because like all of season six is about how to use a CD. So yeah. How do you use a CD? <laughs> Rocky I mean, doesn't know. Most <laughs> of our listeners probably don't know. That's true. Might as well be an eight track. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Narancha would leave for Oak-Fired Pizza. 